Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, as well as Relentless, who has the spiciest takes and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I'm joined <laughs> uh, by Wabbits. Yo, what's up? It's me. There's no one else on this call. Uh, I hope not. I hope not. Uh, is there? Maybe, maybe. No. Relentless is here, everybody. Relentless is back visiting. Um, <laughs> Relentless is like the, you know, the pro wrestler that never retires. The... I am Goldberg. Yeah, I am the one that somehow sticks around and still shows up long after I'm welcomed. The star player that comes back in 20 years and, and still <laughs> wants to play, you know, the yeah. Anyway, I'm the star European um, player that joins the MLS when you can't play in Europe anymore. Ah, hey, that's a, that's a great one. I love that. I love that. Relance might be watching the Euros. I definitely am. I'll say that much. Um. I am, yeah, Zla- so, I am Zlatan. That's what it is. I am Zlatan. I am Zlatan. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, so we're back. We're, we're doing our show here. Um, this show, you know, wh- the only thing I want to mention is the tournament's a little bit up in the air for this month. Um, I don't really like announcing a sh- like a tournament literally days before, but I might have to next week because there's a lot of schedule changes that are contingent on an answer that I get from another person. So, um point being tournament sometime at the end of the month uh exactly when i'll tell you next week um other things uh you know we got we got the pre-shows um where you mm-hmm. get some you get some bonus scoops uh, or perhaps wabbit's about to you know talk about the education system so uh you can uh yeah if you're interested definitely check out our patreon and uh yeah coaching with the lies and wabbits as well uh except for that uh, we're gonna jump right into things here. We're not holding back. We're not waiting around. Relentless. We brought you on, all right? Because you were like, yeah, "Listen, if I'm gonna come back, there's gotta be a plan, okay? It can't just be, you know, I come back and I just chill around, and not say anything. I gotta have something to talk about." So, uh, Relentless brought some. I don't. I don't know what that accent was. Please don't. Please don't at me or do. <laughs> I don't care. Please do. Um, my friend, I can turn to this accent system if you want. Okay, I, I go on my big boat say anyway. Um yeah. Uh <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, yeah. of course there has to be a plan. I can't I don't want to join the Robin Kyle free show, right? Like that's this is the free <laughs> show that this is, that has become the Robin Kyle show that's free. Like, no, I can't just join that. No, that's gotta go back to some structure. Like what I instituted while I was here was structure into the world, which really is what Wabbit's problem has been with me since day one. Because really, it ruined that, everything. The haphazard world. Relentless. That you don't know how how amazing and how on point that is to the rant that Wabbit's was about to go on in the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That wow. Uh, okay, man. You're, Relentless you're, knows you better than yourself. Wabbits, you've got you've got to tell me about this because I don't. Wabbit's likes to. Wabbit's functions in organized chaos, right? And I say organized very loosely there. It's only organized because it makes sense to him. In anyone else's Uh world, uh it doesn't make sense. But for him, 
that's where he feels at peace. And so actually his rocket league makes so much sense now. Okay. His normal demeanor is like a creative bundle of energy and of ideas. Okay. But then when he gets to rocket league, he becomes like this mechanic, like by the book robot. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like the reverse. Everyone else usually like, you know, the, the video games are their creative outlet, but with Wabbit, man, he's like, nah, this, this is where structure. All right. Back point post rotation. All right. Like we're so, playing chess. All right. Kicks I up. mean, you guys really are then opposites from like, you know, outside and inside the game because Lazero is like, oh, ball, see ball, hit ball. I don't care where I'm at, what's going on. I'm I'm just going to do I'm going to do me. And Wabbits is a lot more structured and formalized with how he plays in Rocket League. But outside in the real world, Wabbits is like, I don't care what's going on. I'm going to do me. And Lazero is like, no, there's structure to life and this exists in a certain purpose. And yeah, so you guys really just kind of outside and inside game are just nice and opposites. That's why you guys like each other so much. Well, you know, some people could just call it walking contradictions, but I prefer, and I'm much more endearing, the term is hypocritical. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> We're walking hypocrites, please. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, not to be confused with hippocratic. I don't know. I don't know. There was a joke there somewhere. All right, Relentless, what was your first discussion point? Let's get into it. Okay, um, and, and this will be for, you know, a more... We'll start off with a serious one. I have a fun one for later, but the serious one I want to start off with um, is, and I've seen a few different posts, whether it's on Twitter or throughout discords or just conversations and stuff I've had with people when it comes to streaming and the length and time and obligation that streaming kind of dictates and stuff for their lives. And the discussion I want to kind of get into with you guys is mental health as it pertains to streaming. Because I think... What I'm about to talk about really affects the, let's say, 14 to 20-year-olds, maybe 14 to 18 more uh, specifically, but 14 to 20-year-olds is an overall range, young adult, teenager, young adult type of thing. Um, I see a lot of streamers that talk about their mental health while streaming, and they give up streaming because they're like, I'm, you know, mentally I'm not healthy. I can't continue to stream. Men- you know, The mental health aspect of it is really, really tough. Uh, so my general perspective is, a lot of these younger streamers almost set themselves up for that kind of issue that they run themselves into where um, they are setting themselves up with an obligation to stream. And whether it's because they want to hit affiliate, they want to gain viewership, they want to gain consistent viewers. And anyone who's streamed knows that that's, that's a grind. Like it takes a significant amount of time and it does take an obligation to consistency. And so when you have someone who maybe isn't mentally prepared for that where streaming is a hobby for them specifically. And then they jump into having a structure to it, having an obligation to it and they treat it less of a hobby, but they want it to be a hobby. It's more like a job the way they interact with it, but they also want it to just be a hobby just there for fun. And so I kind of want to get your guys' perspective first before I really dive into my own opinion on it. Um, of mm. that kind of juxtaposition of you started doing this thing because you thought it'd be fun. It becomes more job like, and it becomes less fun. How do you juggle that? Okay. I got, I got a lot of takes on this. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's um, you can yell at me after. Okay. It's okay. Good. Okay. Uh, my first thing is what I'll say. And this is probably, you know, clearly evident uh, in the way I've streamed uh in the last year right that being not very much is because i do have a full-time job right 
Um, and I think, you know, I've, I've talked about specifically streaming a lot because I'm like, if this were ever to be a thing that I think about as not just a hobby as a full-time job, I would have to take on the responsibility of essentially thinking of it as a part-time job or a full-time job. Right. Um, I think that's like essentially the idea. And so I know, cause I know myself, uh, while I am working full-time, uh, there's no, reason for me to create an obligation that I know I can't commit to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another thing about a lot of young streamers is they don't quite understand themselves or balance, right. The idea of balance, um, you know, you see widow and, and I definitely think there's a lot of, um, admiration to streaming as much as she does. But I think if you're going in, you're like, I'm going to stream eight hours a day or 12 hours a day in a row every day. And that's going to, you know, get me viewers. I think you're going to burn out no matter what. Um, I think you should not take on a responsibility um, that you 100% will fail at, right? And what I mean by that is especially if you're a younger streamer, right? Like literally start with the commitment of one, like, like, you know, one day a week, the same day, the same couple of hours, once a week and see if you can do that for half a year before you even start thinking about anything else. Does that make sense? Cause like, I think if you're going in and you're like, yeah, I'm going to grind. It's going to be the grind. It's going to go well. Um, I'm going I'm to tell you something, right? I don't think streaming for eight hours a day is necessarily healthy, right? I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely honest. I think the reason a lot of the best people at it is they have gotten to a point where they can treat it as their job, right? Um, and it's work, right? It's it's enjoyment. They enjoy it, but it's a work as well. So they don't have that. They don't have that thing of, oh, I don't know quite why I'm doing this. So it's like, no, I'm doing this to make a living, right? They have that kind of satisfaction, that that uh, that uh, grounded kind of reality, especially for the big streamers, right? But if you are doing this and you're starting off, um, there is no entitlement. There's no guarantee. There's no thing that you can assure yourself that you are ever going to make money from this right so i would never ever ever expect you to put yourself in a situation where you are creating an obligation that is impossible to follow all right like i'm gonna stream four hours after you know let's just say after school every single day um yeah there's no way you're gonna have balance in your life like i'm gonna be completely honest right uh i think um you know maybe if you started a stream and you start seeing that there's a rise right you have something special right then you can add on hours but i think this idea that like yeah let's let's just let's just set up the grind and it's gonna be fun so i this is taking away a little bit from relentless's point because relentless wants to talk a little bit more about like the hobby versus job kind of approach um and i guess i guess what i'm trying to say with this is that i think for most people they should try to keep it as much of a hobby as they can for the longest time possible. And what I mean by that mm. is that streaming is a responsibility, right? It's a commitment that you're making. So if you want it to make it for it to still feel like a hobby, it has to be done in a regular like amount that you can do and not feel burnt out by. Um, the second you are literally like the second you are trying to stream every single day, three hours, right? four hours, five hours, right? 
um, you are no longer treating it as a hobby and you, you can wish it was a hobby. You can whatever you want. But no, at that point, you're saying, no, I'm, I'm in this grind. I'm I'm going to I'm going to try to tough this out. But it's like, no, it's not going to work anyway. OK, I'm, I'm going in circles here. Point being my I'm just going to give advice here when you're starting out. See if you can commit to once a week, because I don't know if Wabs remembers this. Right. Um, but. I have had multiple podcasts at the same time before. Mm-hmm. But only this year have I been able to find a balance, right, with the Pokemon and the uh, the Age of Empires podcast. Have I actually been able to find a balance which I can reasonably do and not feel burned out from, right? So I yeah. essentially have three podcasts, but there was a time where I tried to do two, tried to do three, and then they just they just couldn't happen. Like there's, and it, this was the one that stayed because this one felt like the easy. It's not even the easiest to do. This one I enjoyed. I must have enjoyed the most because uh, I didn't really feel like it was work, right? Um, which is amazing, right? Um, maybe it's courtesy to Wabbits. Who knows? Uh, I don't want to give him too much credit. But, uh, You're welcome to everybody, by the way. <laughs> um, but no, but now I'm actually at a point where I find like that balance with with the different podcasts, right? I found mm-hmm. kind of like a routine where I'm at no point, you know, there's some weeks where I record three shows, right? There's been some weeks where I record four shows and I don't feel burnt out by it, right? Like I'm completely comfortable with it. So yeah, I... Uh, my rant went off the rails. Uh, Wabbits, maybe you'll be more structured than me in replying to relentlesses. How question. dare you assume that I'll have structure? Um, <laughs> what what I think here is that it's the mo- okay. So right now, as a lot of people um, here are people who play games, I'm assuming that I could probably say everyone fairly confidently, um, like everybody listening. Uh, <laughs> But there's a, like, playing games is a hobby. We, we do this to have fun, to de-stress, to do everything else, to do, to do the things that we can't do in real life, to just have fun and do whatever. Like, if you want to watch TV, sure, if you want to, or play video games, whatever. Like, we play video games to do nothing. That's what we do. It's great. Um, the moment you start streaming, that kind of changes it. Uh, and I'm not going to lie about that. It takes it away from being simply a hobby to kind of being something more, um, just by nature of it being streaming and thinking, Oh, now there's a genuine commitment of me sitting down for the specific hour at the specific time, um, and doing something that I normally like to do and would do already, but doing it not just for myself and doing it with, more pressure um and that's a very big and not really good thing um to have in mind because it takes away from that relaxation point and that time of relaxation and it changes it to um more you know grind and what a lot of i guess i want to say modern culture but it's kind of like millennial and uh more recent so not even just modern um a lot of what comes from that is like, oh, everything that you do, you should find a way to make money from it because, you know, why have hobbies when you could have money-making ability? <sighs> that is horrible. <laughs> That's a very bad mentality to have because... Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I need to say something. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I need to say something, but then continue on your point. Go for it. <laughs> I, I must have been on with Nick Tackler, but someone said like, oh, you do a podcast. Um yeah, if you don't make money from that, it's whack. 
Like that was yeah. like their first thing that they said. And I'm like, it's why huh. I left. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> it was a relentless. It was a relentless alt ago. Um <laughs> no, but but yeah, no, to your point. Because I think there is that mentality that's like everything has to make money. <laughs> yeah. It it's a very like prevalent mentality of among um, I guess relatively newer generations. I don't know, you know, I'm not going to say specific person or even some of the younger, like actual younger generations now, um, but it's, it's very prevalent. It's a thing, make money with everything that you do, because why would you spend time on something that's not making money? That's a thing that people have been told for the, a while. Um, and that's very dangerous and not helpful at all, because a lot of the things that you do the hobbies that we have are done to not make money. They're done with the express position of sitting aside and putting money into it just to enjoy it. The moment you get to streaming, that kind of separates that and it blurs that line to something of, oh, this is something that can in the future make money if I, you know, if I grind it, like, oh, if I, if it figures itself out and I grind it and people start watching and people start subbing, then I can make money from it. So now I have to, do this with that intent of when I played this game, I have to think about it as making money. Um, in this vein, I do think that pro, like aspiring to pro is kind of in the same element. Um, for people that are at the highest level, sure, maybe. You actually have a chance if you're like a 2000 player, maybe 1900 player, and it at the very worst time in your career, you're in 1800. Sure, you can think about aspiring to pro, but it's no longer a hobby. It's no longer something that you do for fun. It's something that you do to get money. And that is such, I'll say it again, it's bad. It's not a good thing. You don't want it to be that because you want it to be fun. You want it to just be something that you can do on the side, something that you can just have fun with, something that you can just sit there de-stress, not worry about what's going on, get mad at your teammates, get mad at yourself, get mad at your opponents, and you're doing all of this to get your emotions out and to de-stress. And that's what you want to do with your hobbies. And that's why you should have hobbies. I don't care if it's gaming. I don't care if it's you know doing a podcast. I don't care if it's... Um, I don't know what other people do. That's all I do in my life. Um, <laughs> but school is a lot of work. Work is a lot of work taking your hobbies and everything that you're doing outside of that and making it work as well is just too much. And it's not possible. It's not possible. <laughs> so be very wary if you're thinking of going into streaming that it will change um, your perspective of playing games, your perspective of being at your computer, a lot of things. So big warning. And that's the kind of stuff that inspired um, my want to discuss this topic so and i'll i'll give you the 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 why behind the why here because i want to make sure that none of it get none of it gets misconstrued so um i saw a post and what kind of was the straw that brought the camels back for me that want made me want to talk about this i saw the post from i believe it's uh is it thanovic thanovich is i don't know how it's pronounced Mm -hmm. but um yeah so saw a post on there and it was you know in regards to his mental health while streaming and part of the thing that's like stood out to me in there is he's kind of talking through hey i go on to stream he creates youtube videos with like tutorials or just his gameplay high level player all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. so during his stream you know because he's a youtube creator um you know you're getting a lot of people that naturally 
dive towards his stream and stuff along those lines. And, um, you know, they'll come in and ask for how do I do X, Y, and Z? How do I air dribble? How do I flick? How do I rank up all those different kind of things that you would expect from a tutorial type of content creator? Um, and I think, you know, with all of that, you know, he, he even says in there, like he just, he doesn't want to continuously have to answer tutorial based questions or that kind of thing throughout his stream. He wants to be able to just go on, chill out and play rocket league. And I think that's a, hmm. um, like Wabbits was saying, it, it ends up being a losing battle because you can't have both. You can't hmm. go on and stream for just fun and just chill out and vibe and stream if you're going to use it as an extension of your YouTube content or anything like that. Um, you know, if you want to just go on flat out and play Rocket League or something, you got to turn off chat or something like that. You, you can't, <laughs> you're not going to be able to engage with people that are, you know, they're going to come from your various platforms and stuff and watch you. It, it's just not going to be able to happen. Um, I think you can that, uh, go on and can play. I just- yeah. Add a little side thing to like, or added add a piece to this, and this is why pros have the easiest time, right? Like mm. especially the high level pros, because their craft, the, their dedicated craft, was getting good at the game, and now that they have that skill and they also have the recognition, right? In theory, they can literally just turn on the stream and ha- and play, and because of their talent, they have that luxury of being like, well, my work is to get better at this game, so people are willing to watch me play at this high level, right? I don't, um, I don't even think it's that. I don't even think it's it's that much. I think they get so big. You know, when you get the larger streamers like the mm-hmm. squishies and stuff like that, you get so big that you no longer have to answer chat. Oh, the chat talks to itself. Ooh. Either the chat talks yeah. to itself or reacts. Or it's <laughs> literally I mean, like look at a Rocket League stream. No one, you know, the actual Rocket League official stream, there's no one actually interacting with chat in any way. Like they don't do it. There's a bot set up that responds well, of course to specific. They wouldn't. No, of course they wouldn't, but you get to a point where you're so big. Um, that you flat out do not have to react to chat in order to maintain an audience. People are going to watch you, like you were saying, at the craft you're so good at. They're going to watch you for that alone. And then you don't have to entertain chat in order to have and maintain viewership because you are that big that you can just flat out have viewers. So that aspect, like you get to a point where you're so big that chat becomes inconsequential it moves so fast you're, as a streamer you're not gonna be able to engage with it anyway um but it just kind of becomes inconsequential at a certain point and i think another thing at least specifically to this point of like pro players um and let's get back that, to relentless point after no, you're good yes we're <laughs> good yes, we can we make will. this long um, and drawn out i know that's how you guys like to operate we're going to <laughs> um another point to the pro players bit is um they're there because they're good there's no interaction with a player or a person that's watching a, a like a pro player play and them actually playing in a pro game. So why would they really expect much of a difference from the stream? Like they're just there to watch the person be good at the game. There's no reason for that person to have to interact. There's no reason for that person to have to answer questions, how to have to do all this. And that I think is part of like what makes Squishy's stream so big. People are there for him to be good. Nobody's there for him to talk. like squishy actually does have a good personality it's just a very muted personality that doesn't really you know engage with people heavily um not to take away from you know what his interactions or anything like that 
because he does. Um, but it's, it is an inconsequential part to a stream because people aren't there for that. They might stay for that or they might come back for that depending on the viewer, but people are there to see him be good and he is good. And then all he has to do is stream while he's working because his work is to get better and to maintain his, uh, his skill. So turning on a stream actually does no, no detriment to him because he no longer sees this game as a hobby already. This, this game is his work. Whether or not he wants it to be a hobby or thinks of it as a hobby, it's still his work. So the stream doesn't take that away. It's still him playing the game to get better at the game and maintain his you know, very high skill. It doesn't change that. There's no mentality change or de-stressing that is now lost because he has to you know, think of this as an element of money. It's not changed from that. It's still well, the exact same thing that he's just now also streaming. And so you essentially end up having two branches you can end up going with when it comes to streaming, right? You can either be somebody that's so extremely skilled that people are going to watch you because you're so <laughs> extremely skilled. Or you can mm-hmm. be somebody that's so over the top personality that is so engaging that people are going to come for your personality. And mm-hmm. usually you have one or two or you know one or the other of that thing. You don't usually have your best personalities being the best at the game and you don't have the best at the game having significantly engaging personalities. Um, yeah. Now the biggest streamers in the world, the flat out biggest streamers in the world are the ones that have both. They're fantastic at the games that they play. And they have personalities that are engaging. Those are the ones that, are, you know, the, the millionaires of Twitch, tech, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Say so, what you want about Tim the Tab Man. Okay. He he just has to pop up once every, you know, eight hours and that's enough. <laughs> yeah. But again, it's one of those, it's a personality that is so hyper engaging that him losing is the entertainment. Is the, is the entertainment. Yeah, that's true. Like that's him, true. him not note. being good feeds into the stream and what you want the stream to be. So it's just like, yeah. People find their own thing. Widow, the same kind of thing. She's she's not a pro player. She's not SSL or anything like that. She's just an engaging, hyper, happy personality that loves when people come and interact with her. And it's infectious Mm -hmm. and people come and stay and are there for long periods of time because it's a personality that people are going to watch for a long period of time and she'll do it for 10 hours a day. That's exhausting because that gets to my other point about streaming. If you're not fantastic at the game, it is public speaking flat out 100% it is a public speaking forum if you do not like public speaking you are going to have a very difficult time streaming if you're not amazing at the game that you're playing and so in the case of Thanovic where he's having that problem again I really apologize if I'm mispronouncing that name but uh, in his case he's a content creator that a lot of people engage with him because of YouTube tutorials and that kind of stuff so he doesn't necessarily have to be an overwhelming personality because he's got that influx of people coming for the specific skill of the game aspect. He doesn't want to be a skill at the game kind of streamer. He doesn't want to answer questions about skill at the game. He wants to be a vibe type of personality. He probably really just wants to be squishy, but he's not squishy. Like, you know, and so um, for streaming, you can go on and you can vibe out 100% and just just play the game how you see fit. You don't have to engage. You don't have to do anything extra. It, but if you want viewers, it's a public speaking forum or it's a mm-hmm. you're, it's a profession for you. It's one or the other. And so yep. um, I think that's the hard part where people treat it as a hobby and they haven't taken into account 
that this hobby is directly in contradiction of their personality. So it, the mm-hmm. only the only person who can truly be like, yeah, streaming is my hobby. Like it's a thing I do for fun. Are people who like, and you know, I have a separate. I, I actually caution this because I think there's something about interacting with the you know people through a computer that's a hundred percent different from interacting with people in real life. But um, you know, probably extroverted personalities might actually like the people who are actually naturally extroverted. They might be the only ones who are ever justified in saying that they see it as like a pure hobby. But right? that could be their that could be their outlet for their extrovertedness. Like that's what exactly. they're doing it for. Like hey, instead of going out and going to the gym, they go on Twitch for two hours and just, they really, they go into the just chilling chat and they're like, I'm going to vibe out with some people I like talking to. And that is it. Like that is their hobby. And now nah, guys, I don't want to hang out tonight. I'm going to actually go stream for a little bit. Um, you know, it seems like fun to me or something like that. I don't know. But those are going to be the the one-off type of situations. Those aren't the, the common ones. The people that tend to stream are younger people that see somebody who gets, you know, uh, let's just say a thousand viewers. And, um, it, you know, for them, it looks like fun. Now it could be exhausting for that person that has a thousand viewers. It could be mentally draining to an extreme degree, but for that time that they're on camera, it seems, you know, it seems like fun. And so it's a performance. Yeah, Yeah. And so you see, you know, you're, you're, imagine you're 16 years old. You love gaming. You love rocket league. You love whatever you're playing. And you see somebody that you enjoy watching, having a great time on stream, playing with their friends, grinding and ranked, happy whether they win or lose, answering questions in the chat. You think, hey, I could do that. I love Rocket League. I could tell people about air dribbling. I could tell people about playing ranked. Like for me personally, I have such a hard time doing what Wabs did when he was streaming where he would literally just for game upon game, just talk about his play for four straight hours and then go off stream for about two hours and back on stream to talk about another game for like two, three hours. Like that's mentally exhausting. And I'm somebody who like every job I've ever had for the most part involved public speaking of some sort. I enjoyed doing it, but I couldn't do what Wabs did and stuff for that time frame. So um, can I just say Wabs has a peculiar skill? I'm very weird. Where, where he <laughs> can just that. talk about something and not show enthusiasm. People are gripped. People are extremely gripped. You know what I mean? Like, I I think there's something to it. Like, I'm I am envious. I'm actually envious. He does you know have that I mean? infectious personality. You, you do want to like. You do want to engage with him. You want his response so desperate. Like when you're when you're in there, you're like, I'm going to say something, and he's just gonna be very weird about his response here whatever it is it's it's bound to be weird um and i really hope that's the title of the podcast it's just i'm very weird <laughs> no, no, no. i'm sorry the, the title of the podcast today is very corporate uh, <laughs> i'm very corporate hashtag webs um uh so yeah that's that's the kind of like i said the juxtaposition that you end up being in is that this is a hobby that most of the people that want to engage and be doing the hobby probably don't actually want to be doing the hobby. And that's why you have so many people that like they'll start streaming and they'll go ham for a month and they'll burn themselves out because they'll do four days a week for four hours at a time. And they take all of their individual video game time that they spend relaxing and they've turned it into a job. And it's no, and then after that month, 
they skip one day. All right. Oh, I, I normally stream Tuesdays, but today I'm not going to stream on Tuesdays. I'm just going to play and, and relax and not have to stream. And then it's the following week, they skip two days. And then after about an, the second month, it's they're not streaming anymore. They've hit affiliate. They reach that milestone and they th- think, oh, it's all downhill from here. And it just gets harder. And my, my like right away, my argument of, you know, if you literally had chosen one day a week, you know, that burnout probably doesn't happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> Now you probably don't gain a ton of followers very quickly, right? But you, it, you, you get to step your foot into streaming and have a realistic perspective. Actually, know what it's like and not and not feel like oh, I have to be able to do this every single day. Um, yeah, this is actually great because this is some of the stuff I've been thinking of, right? Um, I like. I'm, you know, we're doing, we're doing the monthly, we have what the monthly tournaments in rocket league, right? I want to be starting monthly tournaments in age of empires. Right. Um, and I think I'm okay. I think like maybe, maybe I'll try some like, you know, try to try to start something. Right. But now we're like, the more we're having kind of this discussion, I'm like, I have to be very realistic about like how many hours, right. Am I honestly going to be able to dedicate over a year, right. Per week to streaming. Right when you know how many is too much where i'm just going to burn out completely um and i think that's a very real thing to kind of think about and talk about um and then you know anyway yeah i don't know where i was going after that anything else webs yeah help me help me out guys (laughs) (laughs) i think we're actually at a pretty good spot for um, for this one yeah yeah what's what's your funny one what's your okay okay The, the fun the hot take here and, I, and I'm excited. For, and I, I may have actually talked to you about this, Zero. I may mention to you or somebody else. Console players are actually better than PC players. Uh, okay. Here's here's my here's my yes. Here's why I agree with you. Um, I think. Well, here's one thing. All right, if you're in the same rank then you guys are in the same rank. Like you guys are around the same level, right? So you can't keep like blaming it on the other people. But here's another thing is I think console players have the luxury of not thinking about personally attacking other people or being personally attacked. So because they don't have to worry about that, uh, they can just focus on playing the game. No, I think they're better players than, uh, you actually think they're, so I think, you're, they are, you're, I think they are better players than their PC counterparts. On the same rank. And okay, what's what's your justification? So my justification, we'll just say Diamond 3, for example. You have a yep. Xbox Diamond 3 player and a PC Diamond 3 player. What's the... what's Who has the advantage realistically in that situation? If you have two Diamond 3 players, an Xbox or a PC, who has the advantage? We're talking it's not a trick, qu- it's not trick question. Is. Who has the advantage? Depends right? on how good that PC is. Some some people have potato PCs <laughs> that are way worse than an Xbox. Okay. Let me tell you that. Let's just <laughs> let's just say it can run your 144 frames without like yeah. having to be on potato graphics. If someone has a 144 hertz monitor, yeah, and yeah. Yeah. you you you've got you got everything you need as a PC player. Even 60 hertz, right? Like even a 60 hertz monitor, 75 hertz, like whatever it is. Like you're a PC player, you have a rig that can run um, run Rocket League at you know well over 100 frames if you needed to, all that kind of stuff. You're Diamond 3 with an Xbox counterpart. Who has the advantage? 
It's not a trick question. It's the PC player. And I'm like, they have yeah, the no, PC player has an advantage but here. Okay. So, so I'm, I think, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna you're right, explaining that, right? So yeah. PC player has the advantage. Why? Because they have better frames, better input lag, all that stuff. Uh, pretty much everything is smoother, generally speaking, for a PC player, as long as you're not on a potato. Um, and so the Xbox player is playing at the same level, despite not having any of the same advantages that the PC player has. How many times do you hear about, oh, this console player went from console to <laughs> built their rig PC there. Uh, they went from diamond three to champ three in that a week. Sense. That makes a lot. It of means sense. that they were held back by the limitations of their console in a lot of ways. Now, is it going to be across the board that way? No, but if you have two diamond three players, one is Xbox, one is PC, one is switch, one is PC, like any of those things, console players, are technical and, and all the PC players hate playing with console players for whatever reason, like they're the same rank. But actually, that console player is technically better than the PC counterparts because you were saying you don't like playing with them because they have bad setups that can't do what your rig can do. But your rig can do all those things, and you're the same rank as those bad setups. Like you're in that same heap that you hate those players for. So they are better than you. You know what's interesting, Ralis? I don't. I don't even think that's a hot take. No, nope. I think when, that's when objectively... you explain it, it's not a hot take. But no, no, no. But I the don't, actual I don't console actually, like, players are better players than PC players. Is now the other. The reason you corner. could argue that PC players are allowed to be slightly annoyed when they are playing with console players is that their interaction with the game is different, so that might make the game feel weird sometimes. I don't know. I guess there is some merit to an argument there but even on top of that now the highest, really the highest level players are all pc players but i mean imagine well, if you switch at some point imagine right? if you get somebody of justin's skill level it's still playing a nintendo switch and you give them a pc <laughs> like they, they're gonna break the game well are, are they playing cross-platform or they're just playing other switch players no they'll be playing like no they're okay, they, okay. they compete they can <laughs> compete like they're playing rlcs on a switch them, they're yeah. playing rlcs on a switch like they're going to land and they're, they're going to the land on a switch they're saying hey guys where can i plug my ethernet in <laughs> <laughs> i love it so what i'm trying to figure out here is that i don't know if this is true i actually have never cared too much to care uh, to think about PC versus console players because I, I personally have my own issues with the uh, groups of two. That's where, <laughs> where my issue comes in. Um, but in the very few times that I've recognized someone as uh, a console player versus a PC player, it's the console player is generally a lot more um, aggressive. And I'm wondering if that is part of it actually. If somebody is more aggressive and just kind of on the ball a lot more, more willing to turn, more willing to do all of this, and if that like input lag, if the uh, actual you know actual lag, um, and the lower frames has an effect on like, I don't think it's that. It, it does have an effect on fifties. That's fair. Um, I don't and think I, I don't think the play style has to do with input lag or frames or anything i think i think and i'll just take my plain perspective from this mm-hmm. i was much less a student of the game when i was a console player mm. i didn't learn how to pl- I, I played what i thought was decent but i didn't really 
you know, do much as far as learning how other people played the game. I mean, it it happened to be lucky. I'm actually super surprised that console players pretty much at, you know, by and large, no left goes because they're not interacting with PC players the same way. PC players are more likely to be students of the game a little bit more than console players. So I think that may be where you're coming in, where rotation symmetry may not be nearly as, as effective between platforms on that. I don't think you should say effective, but I guess standardized rather. Cause like efficient maybe is a better. No, no, again, cause like you don't want to, what I don't want to say right here in comparing PC and console is that one is better than the other in terms of like, Oh, their rotations are so much better, but, but uh console is more mechanical. Like, I don't want to say that because it's not true. Um, at least I don't think it's true uh, <laughs> because you can't really get to the same rank at, above, I don't know, like champ one. Um, I mean, really, it, if, it, it's just not in sync in the same way. Yeah, there's something that's slightly different. And that's why I'm thinking possibly a slightly more aggressive game um, just by maybe like to your point of uh, not being a student of the game, not necessarily being as... Um, Actually, I don't even know, because I'm assuming that console players would just get would get just as mad as a PC player. So if they're losing, then they'll be like, "Oh, man." Yeah, but they're they're either you know if if they're that raged, they're obviously not going to be typing as much stuff out. So True. they'll either a rage quit or they'll just start throwing or whatever. Um, if they're no, that I've, rage, I haven't actually had that issue. I've, I've it's mostly PC players that end of, up doing the raging, mostly, though, like that level of yeah. rage. Yeah. No, I don't. I actually don't know. But from my very, very little, like actually just non-existent um, lookings and musings, uh, I have noticed that some console players are more aggressive than PC players on average. I don't know if that's a real thing, though. I'm not going to say it is because it's been like. I don't know, 15 games over the past however many. <laughs> um, isn't sorry, spot. as you were having this whole discussion, I was trying to figure out um, the uh, how uh, cross-console play works and the server-type issues. Um, whether there'd be a point that I could make from it is another thing, but uh, <laughs> oh. I thought it was interesting. Um, like, like, how, like, does it stimulate an envi- anyway, simulate an environment uh in order to like account for the anyway um that's that's what i was thinking with ping like maybe they just kind of dive at the ball to try and catch the other person off guard and it definitely works because pc players are like ah i'm just gonna dribble and then somebody's diving at them and like that guy's so stupid why are they turning i do this all the time um (laughs) why is this guy going here what the heck and then they just get dunked and it's like okay here's the real reason okay this is my theory uh (laughs) The console players, because like they essentially have to anticipate more because of input lag and all those other things. So when they go to from from it's like taking off training weights, you know, when you go from console to PC, it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, I've been anticipating like 20 moves ahead. And so that 20 moves ahead is now efficient. Maybe not 20 moves ahead. But my point being, they're, they're predicting slightly ahead of what the usual is. And then they switch to PC and it's like, oh, I like fully know exactly what everyone's about to do. That's my theory. I mean, people are giving too much credit to the difference between PC and console. I don't think that's my hot take. (laughs) That's my hot take. I I would, 
Have you played? Have you, have you played right, but I don't on, think it matters. Have you played on Switch or Xbox? Okay, Switch, sure. Xbox, maybe. No, no. Okay, the difference <laughs> between PlayStation and PC is is it's there, but it's minimal. The difference between yeah. Xbox and PC is definitely noticeable, and the difference between Switch and PC Switch might as we're well not even considering. Like, you know, that's a different game. <laughs> middle ages, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason that the the GCs on Switch, like the top ten on Switch, are like Diamond Two. There's there's a re- <laughs> messy at what messy at one point, and I I can compliment him because I know he'll actually never listen to this, and so um, uh-huh, I don't have course. to worry about it. He was the top Rumble player in the world on Switch, or at least in North America on Switch, I believe. Yeah. Uh, before he got a pc and everything like i played me and him played igl together when he was uh still bad at the game at champ 2 um and he was on switch and we won the championship while he was on a switch (laughs) um yeah and so and then he got a pc and he became good at the game somehow so yeah one wonder what the correlation there is definitely not the console switch (laughs) <laughs> Definitely not that he has actually no. probably some no, he's... natural talents towards the game. <laughs> no, he, he would still be trash at the game if he was on Switch. Big facts. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh <laughs> he would he wouldn't have run the table in the one v one gauntlet. <laughs> now we have to make him do it on a switch. True, true. <laughs> Speaking of being trashed in the game, I think it's it might be time uh to uh keep this train rolling and move into the championship series. Yeah, the people that? who are truly chat, trash at the game. People who are truly trash. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, we talked about this in previews, I think, months ago at this point. The uh, the sets of sets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best of three, best of fives <laughs> uh, that's going on. And guess what? If you're listening to this, first day's already gone by. So I'm going to give you the results right away, okay? And get our immediate reactions. In EU, uh, in the upper quarters, Top Looks built... Uh, be guild so guild uh dropped to the lower quarters um mm-hmm. in the lower round one solary beat team uh, sorry no team queso beat solary mm-hmm. in a pretty close back and forth series of sets uh and so now it stands the old teams that are left in the championships is guild esports versus team queso the winner of that will face against team bds mm-hmm. the uh other semifinals is team vitality versus top blokes um so uh yeah, what's your first reaction to this? Because mine is, uh, oh, this is essentially, if I'm looking at the semis right now, this is essentially where we started. The only difference is Guild Esports and Team Queso here are teams that we didn't see at the very, very beginning of RLCSX. But now they're up on the top. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Queso very handedly takes this. I'm surprised that Guild was actually seated higher, but I'm not sure how the point system went there. Um, Queso's going to beat them. I would Case be very surprised, them. yeah, if they didn't. I know that Relentless is a Guild fanboy, but Queso's going to take the season. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a necessarily a direct fan. I think, I think Queso has a higher ceiling, but Guild has more consistency. Um, and I think consist, and that's why Guild was a higher seeding. I think overall because they were able to maintain more points and stuff throughout the season. But, um. And Ty's going to tell me I'm wrong on all of it, so it doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. please do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because of the consistency, I'm going to pick a guild to beat Queso, and then they're going to get pooped on by BDS. Wow. Sounds all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, do we have a prediction then? Uh, so yeah, we're, we're going to go through this quickly, right? Uh, our main kind of esports show, we'll, we'll recap it all when it's done. But 
Uh, do we have a prediction as to who's going to win it with these five teams left? Guild, Esports, Team Quest, Team BDS. If it's not BDS, BDS, there's something wrong. Uh, top blokes and Team Vitality. You think, yeah, I think especially... Like there's, not, there's not even a discussion to be had. It's BDS. It's Who do we BDS, think of top bloke and Vitality is going to get I agree. Second? I agree. <laughs> like, it, not only that, it's best of three, best of seven sets. Exactly. So they have so <laughs> much time to prove their overall consistency is better. Yep. Um, so what? You know, Team Vitality, Team BDS, like always in the finals. Is that what? Is that what? Is I, this going to be the time that Top Blokes finally beats Vitality convincingly? That would be that would be a storyline. That being said, uh, I th- I have a feeling that we're going to finish uh, the uh, European RLCSX the way it started with Team Vitality and Team BDS at the top yep. two, in a purely expected form. <laughs> in a purely expected form. You know what? If anything, in in a year where uh, you know. Things, things keep changing, all right? There's no consistency in our lives. Team Vital and Team BDS were there to show us, <laughs> to show us that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Relance, you got hot takes, or you, you agree with us on this one here? I mean, pretty much obviously agree. If if BDS doesn't win, it's a disappointment for the entire season. Um, but it's also That's the best storyline if Vitality wins. My, my favorite storyline would be Vitality winning. And only after all that, after, after all, all that, that, after essentially, because BDS is there's been no roller coaster for BDS. They've just been sitting at the top and like waiting to drop, and like the people on the ride are, are, are exhausted. They just want to go home, and they're just <laughs> still sitting there at the top of the of the roller coaster just before the drop. Now, Vitality has had a roller coaster of a year. Um, you know, they we were pretty convinced, like okay, hey, they're they're top two, they're right there with BDS, and then man, Vitality is really falling off. And then like, okay, no, they're still good. We, we, we don't mind them. The only thing I think that might save Vitality is that it's a best of three, best of seven. That way, the length of the um, of the games and stuff can potentially play in their favor. BDS in a when single they, best when of they seven lose series. Seven games in a row, right? That's when they'll start playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, okay. For the ultimate reverse. You know, like like stamina becomes a thing, right? So mm. being able to be mentally engaged for, you know, a best of three, like potentially three, seven series, seven game series, like yeah, that could play a factor. And I think that's where a team like Vitality could thrive against a team that is um, as volatile as BDS. So, um, but really if, if BDS doesn't take it, I'm just really disappointed in EU as a whole. Um <laughs> Also, can you say that BDS is volatile? Like they're super aggressive, but where's the volatility in their offense? Like that's a, like their ability to be like, oh, we're down three zero and it's a minute left. Okay, we're going to tie the game with still with fifteen seconds left and potentially beat you in regulation. Yeah, like you just know they're still going to win. <laughs> but that's what they're I'm down saying. with like, thirty seconds. Like you think you have something going, and oh, okay, no, they're going to blow up on you. Like it's just what it is. Yeah. Like it's just that kind of thing. The um, there's no variability. Volatility was a good word. I actually like that. You're right. <laughs> he, wow, but he was more correct in the use yeah. of the word than the way you interpreted it. He was, right. He was it. right. I know. The way I, you I interpreted the word was actually false. He actually that's used it in the correct manner. Amazing. That's why I conceded. And I just want, <laughs> want it to be noted. I conceded before Lizio outed me. So No, no, no. I'm outing you. But I, I respect your... Uh, I, I respect you understanding and, and being ahead of it, you know, being like, you know what? My mistake. You know what? That's a very We're important. Isn't thing, as right? dumb as everyone says. He sometimes he is, knows he words. <laughs> anyway, I can't always call him out. Damn it. Um, but yeah, that's my, uh, nice. that, that's no, my no, standpoint. That good. That good. Um, yep. You know, 
I think it's been a good season for Guild overall. Um, and Queso has been able to be competitive at the top level. Uh, top Blokes, I think, was... You know, if, if you're going to take the whole season into comparison, unless Top Blokes wins it all, then I could take this back. But Top Blokes, I think we've just consistently been waiting for them to take that next step, and they never have. That's unless, right, they, because- unless they win the finals, and then they, they took the next step, and we all love Top <laughs> Blokes. I I would be down for that storyline. I'll I'll cheer for Top Blokes. How about that? I honestly I kind of want to say it. I think Top Blokes might actually beat Vitality here. Like there's a I'm kind of putting it to a coin toss. Okay, the the actually what Rolla said earlier made me flip back the other way. I think Team Ooh. Vitality is more likely to win because when he started talking about like a longer series, I'm like, yeah, the more experienced team I always favor in a longer like the longer the series is. I would, I would usually agree with unless that, but I, I want just, them to win. Unless they keep the momentum and don't stop it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I want them to win. Okay, that's why I'm putting it to a coin toss. I'm very heavily weighting this coin toss, but amazing. Uh, okay, I think we can we can definitely Gilder uh, case is just going to knock out BDS and really just disappoint. It's going to happen. <laughs> disappoint everybody. I'm okay. What do you, with what do you mean disappoint? I'm okay with Team Queso. <laughs> oh my god, no one's going to want to watch the finals if it's top blokes versus like Guild. Okay, if it's Top Blows versus Queso, that would be amazing. No. They actually have like a, a pretty long rivalry going Okay, on. but no one cares about that rival. They want to see Vitality versus BDS in the finals. Flat out. Right, but who cares about that? Wants. We've seen it seven times right in the here. finals already. That is LeBron James versus Steph Curry in the finals. That's what the people want. Like, Nobody cares though. Wabbits, Wabbits, <laughs> I agree with you that that you know it's time to like for this all to change. But as the last tournament of this uh, <laughs> RLCSX, I think is by far the most poetic story to finally have Team Team Vitality, Team BDS. And even on top of that, for them to go to the third set. It is, but um, I hate poems. Let's move on. <laughs> all right, listen, I got, I got some words for you, okay? Okay. Careful, I, I don't hate tell poems. You how to I actually love poems. You I'm no, very... No. Musicals are literally my favorite uh, form of entertainment. Like... <laughs> i'm lying here you uh, know this yeah. all right um yeah we're gonna look at na now we're gonna look at a we'll look at the other regions in our esports recap but we're not gonna preview them because i'm gonna be honest i know wabbits and i are not as uh i don't know yes. relentless. i'm not i'm not gonna throw relentless in our boat because he's our guest right we have to we have to not throw him under the bus but um Okay, things can, that have happened. You can so throw me under the bus. Throw me under, no. Say it. Say it. Get it off your chest. You can't sit there and preface it and then not say something. Everybody knows. We oh don't no! Have to say well, it. okay. Then then relentless doesn't care about OC or Sam. Does anybody? Come on. That was. You I mean, mean, I'm saying I just so you could say that. Oh my god! Why are you gonna sit there and put that on me as if you give it? Like, <laughs> I mean. I I will say though, like I think my my point was that, uh, um, yeah, my point was literally like I wasn't gonna say that because you're a guest now, right? I I didn't <laughs> didn't actually care whether you believed it or not. I just wanted to uh, to not throw you under that we're not gonna. I think you know what the only th- like Ty gives us our OCE and Sam updates like once a month in the in the Discord, and that's what we need really. I mean, there you go, there you go. I actually don't uh, that. You what? For sure. I won't disagree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let's get into things here. So, things that have already happened so far. So, this is at, remember, we're recording after Tuesday, after the Tuesday games have played. G2 has beaten FaZe Clan. So, there you go. 
G2B Face Clan. Uh, wow. So much for, you know, Face Clan's triumphant entering into this. Uh, Honestly, they made it. That, they made, you know what? You know, I, yeah. You're right. You're right. We have Face Clan. We had the G2 versus Face, Face Clan hype. Um, maybe G2 will get some of that rub. Probably not. Uh, Face Clan has its own kind of like 40,000 people that are like, they're not fans of Rock. Like they're fans of Face Clan. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, Space Station beat Rogue, um, mm-hmm. which is definitely great. We'll see kind of if Space Station can be uh, can be that team to beat. Um, and so now the teams that are left in our lower quarters, we have Rogue versus G2. Uh, the winner will place against the general NRG. Um, and uh, in our... <laughs> uh, I, I'll... I don't even have to say anything. I think everybody knows why I laughed. Um, and then on the other side of the bracket, we have Team Envy against Space Station. So this is already setting up. I, I have to say, before before I even get into our predictions here, the fact that essentially Rocket League has been off for a month and that every single of these matches are directly influencing the result of this one championships has made me much more interested in watching them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I really like that. And um, I think breaks sometimes are okay. Yes, we don't need constant Rocket League like we've had. We, one last time to say it. <laughs> um, as for SSG, you know, triumphing over Rogue, um, they won a single game by more than one goal out of the uh, nine games that were played. And every game that, or I, I don't know, Rogue kind of just generally beat SSG when they won. Um so it was a very, very close uh, set that barely edged towards Space Station, even though it was a 3-1, 3-2, and a 2-0 on the sets. Um, I just want to put that out there. Rogue is nowhere near like what those numbers are saying. As like, oh, Rogue is washed. They lost Space Station 3-1 and then 3-2. They washed. No, Rogue just got unlucky. Space Clan washed. <laughs> I think Rogue can like here. Here's what you know. Let, let's talk about predictions. I think Rogue can beat G two. I'm gonna be honest here. All right. Yes. G two played well and amazing. Uh, but Rogue's been on a tear this season. I think Rogue beats G two, uh, <laughs> and I think I have a sneaking suspicion. Space Station NRG would probably be the most. Um, what's it called? For me, it seems like the 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 most likely to happen for finals. Do either of you agree or disagree with me on that one? I'm so surprised that you're not going for Turbo. Like, I'm genuinely shocked that you're not saying that Turbo is going to be. See, here's the thing: if it was Energy against Envy, I would choose Envy. But because oh, okay. it's not Envy against Energy, I actually think Space Station takes it. So, if Envy beats Space Station, then they win. They win. If Space Station wins, then it's a toss-up for you. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I think Energy wins. Okay. I think Envy is the kryptonite of energy. I actually think so. I think it's the only team that regardless for whatever day, whatever time, all right, Team Envy sometimes flips a coin. They flip a coin before every match, right? And <laughs> and like they just keep flipping it and they don't always get the percentages, all right? But they're only one, they're only ones that like yeah, sometimes they'll flip their way, you know? Uh and there's other teams where it's like a more like you know, consistent results against energy, right? They're 1 in 10, you know, they're a, they're a, they're a 2 in 10, right? But with with uh, Team Envy, they got that coin flip, all right, and like their exper- experimental probability is maybe closer to forty percent than the theoretical of fifty, but that's still significantly higher than twenty or ten. True. Do you think Rogue beats Energy? To both of you, I don't think so. 
No. Uh, no, I think I think they can, but I don't think so. I, okay. I don't even want Rogue to play NRG. P2 really? NRG would be pretty sick. I, I, I think look, so cool. I don't so think the it'll benefit happen, that the benefit that NA has over EU is you have we'll say five teams that have a significant enough fan base that makes any storyline that any combination of them in the finals is interesting. Uh, Faze, G2, NV, Space Station, and NRG. Any combination yes, okay. of those five teams is interesting. And really, the Phase is only because of the name. G2, semi mm-hmm. only because of the name, but there's a lot of original style players and stuff there. So um, Rogue without Krenovi is still gaining its significant fan base. Um, so I want to see G2 beat Rogue. And then I'd like to, just for the storyline of it, I want to see G2 win it all. Like Rizzo leaves and G2 immediately like, wins the, you know, the finals, the grand finals. So uh, I want to see it for that storyline. But realistically, I think, I think NRG takes it. That's fair. Honestly, at this point, I genuinely think that any of them could win. I don't want to say a name. Because G2 with Drees has been looking very nice. Like, they've been looking very good. Um, Rogue has been on and Well, not even on and off. They've just been a top team for the entire season. And so have, not Space Station. So have Envy and uh, NRG. But Space Station can, you know, they're kind of a toss-up as to whether or not they're the best team in the world or they're kind of garbage. <laughs> and if they are playing well then they could genuinely take it if they aren't then they're not going to but regardless i still think that any of these teams pretty much have like an almost the same chance of winning <laughs> i think so if g2 or rogue wins uh, i don't think i think they have a very good i think they have a chance of winning but i think their chance is lower than the other three I would agree with, eh, yeah, yeah, I'd probably agree with that. But it's like, so out of the five, it's not that every team has a 20% chance to win. Yeah. It's like three teams have a 15 to 18%, and then two teams have like a 25 27 yeah i'm with you i'm with you i'm good we don't have to we don't have to go over uh, our breakdown of the statistics of the possible yeah because i don't want to (laughs) amazing Uh, i I think we know though yeah wabbits as always is flaking doesn't give us one team that's what i'm saying um like every team here i don't want to choose my regardless (laughs) squishy's gonna get injured in the grand finals musty's gonna sub in and win Okay, if that's the storyline, I'm down for it. I'm in. I'm in. That's the only way I would be very intrigued to see energy play is if Musty subs them. Yeah, that's. I I still like to watch energy. That's that's a lie. That's the only uh, prediction that I'm making. If Squishy is unable to play, and Musty has to sub in, then they win. That's the only prediction. Nice, amazing. Okay, I think that's good. Well, that's like how you want squishy. You didn't name anybody else, but you want the one Canadian to get kicked out. And then... Hey, I never said squish. Okay, yeah, you did say squishy. squishy. It makes the yeah, most sense. That's fair. All right, it does make the most sense. And regardless, we got like Taroko. We've got. I want. I want Gary. I was sorry. Band. No, I want Justin to sub out for Musty, and then Musty does a a, a quadruple tap. You know, that's that's the storyline I want. <laughs> it's like yeah justin musty same thing (laughs) i don't see a difference 
Sorry, um, you mean this is Rocket League? This is Mustin. That's what I thought. This is Rocket League Mustin. <laughs> Amazing. All right, no, uh, I think it's get a little preview for what's what to expect. So as you watch these, uh, some of these results, you'll already know. You'll know whether we're way off base or whether it's happened. Or some mm-hmm. of you uh, might might be a nice little preview kind of going into the weekend. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, also, Relentless, I thought you brought some great discussion points. Maybe Relentless, you know, I don't... <laughs> There's another part of me, Relentless, that kind of feels like with this kind of reemergence of yours, all right, as a guest officially, um, maybe I can go tinker with that intro now, finally. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was, uh, I forget who, I, I think I was talking to like uh, Bingus or something about it, and I was like, and he's like, when are they going to update the intro? And I was like, ah, well, I don't know. I kind of like it as is, personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, but you know, if they're going to update it, I need them to like cut it in a way that it's very obvious that they cut me out and like it, like a record scratch or something like that as he's about to say relentless. And it's just like, we have the zero and then, and wabbits, <laughs> the fan favorite. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's where we need to cut. We need to cut your whole part out and just there. Nice. But like it's enough small. that you know, like, enough that you know that you cut me out. Like, gotcha, gotcha. Like, like you get the first little syllable in there and then wabbits. And, it just- and then every time you come back, you, every time you come back, it's just like the audio file. It just like where it does the cut, it just re- starts repeating the cut like a record scratch, record scratch, record <laughs> scratch, and then plays the normal one again. You know, that's like that's when you reenter. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for being on. Thank you so, so much. Also, thank you to all our patrons who are uh, we're getting some good responses about the pre-shows. So I'm happy about that. Um, and we're going to continue those. Uh, so thank you all our patrons who support us. Special thanks to our roll call patrons of Cursor, Paint, Raz, Psych Mopko, and Vance. Y'all are so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as always, I need to give some kind of homework, right? I got some kind of homework. Got some kind of homework. Um, that that thing that you're procrastinating on, right? Uh, you know, go do that thing right now. Stop what you're doing. I don't care if you're about to eat. Okay, I don't care if the Euro's on. Go do that thing that you're procrastinating on. Go do it. Anyway, for myself, for Wabs, and for Morales, we'll see y'all next time. Bye bye! Bye! And so we wait, so we wait for Relentless. We keep on waiting, waiting, waiting on Relentless to change. We keep on waiting, waiting. That's all I can do. I can sing. I can sing amazingly for about two seconds, my dude. <laughs> and then you got to start belting. It's just it's a and thing. Then, well, no, no, no. Like I was saying, no. Like I can't go past that. I can do like the, you know, I can do like a little little riff, right? You know, that's like two notes. But uh-huh. as soon as I go like, if I had to keep singing that song, then it would all fall apart. Is what I'm saying. Oh, fair, fair. But you like nailed that meatloaf, so. Yeah, but this ain't meatloaf, all right? This is, uh, I think it's John Mayer, actually. Thanks, so. Uh, here, we'll.
waiting on the world to change lyrics. I can't I can't even remember the verses. I like I'm reading these lyrics for the verses. I can't even remember how to sing this song. I don't even know if I've ever heard this song. <laughs> oh, uh the the person found this uh who was it? Who was it? Was it Frank? I think Frank actually found the uh the song that I was singing last episode. He did. It was episode sixty, right? Uh yeah, what was it? What was it? Uh Epic music. Uh, uh... Can I find? I don't even know if I can find what he said. No, he linked it to me. Oh, he like, oh, he's a genius. He linked it to me separately, so I just have to click on his thing. Okay, how far we've come. That's what the song is. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, I, I, the lyrics were butchered, but this is the song I was thinking of. Here. Hello. I don't even. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, the song no. you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh by God, Matchbox. Okay. Mac, uh, Matchbox 20. That's oh, is that Matchbox 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I actually can't believe that he found it. Sorry, I'm to but I believe the world is burning to the ground. Oh, well, I guess we're going to find out. Let's see how far we've come. Oh, Let's see how song. far we've come along. Well, I believe it all to come into an end. Oh, well, I guess we're going to pretend. Let's see how far we've come along. There it is. Damn, I can't believe you found that. I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah. I think I found the song actually before. Um, but yeah, no, I had, I had different lyrics. Um, my throat is so strained after singing that right now. I'm not warmed up. I'm telling you right now, I was like, ah! It's fine. You're good. You're good. My voice. Yeah. Also, I'm still recording, so this is 100% being thrown at the beginning of the episode. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> We're just waiting on... Uh, relentless to come, that's it. Waiting this on is... the world to change. Waiting on relentless to change it. We need it. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Amazing. Man, the it, worst part is I actually know this song. Did you do the um uh let's see how far we've come part in the episode? No 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 I didn't. It's because I okay. I all I remember are the lyrics. I remember the lyrics wrong, first of all. So well, I can't yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean the uh the tune of that rather than the, the I think it went themselves. I believe the world is coming to an end yeah 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 that's it that is what you did because I think if you actually did that part with the uh let's see I think if I had the lyrics you get it and I don't even know if my notes are necessarily 100% correct I, I literally just remember that first line's melody like that <laughs> honestly if you had the words right I wouldn't have known it but if you had the words wrong for the actual, like, let's see how far we've come part, I might have gotten it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Officially, given how long this has gone, it's 100% happening at the end. All right. All right. This is post-credit scene. It's, it's 100% post. I can't really, at this point, I can't really throw in the beginning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. This isn't even the pre-show. This is just bonus <laughs> content. 
this is bonus content uh, that's hinting at pre-show possibilities. But pre-show yes. is more, uh, you know. I mean, this could be a pre-show at this point, but we're literally just stalling and waiting for this guy. Yeah. Well, <sighs> we're just talking. We're not even. We're kind of stalling. We're, we're kind just of. We're not. Well, now that I've said we're you know recording, now you you think we're stalling. You know. True. True. Uh, it's okay. I'll just upload the pre-show, I guess. <laughs> Although the pre-show just has no, like, quality changes. It's just like, yo, we don't clap. We don't send this to Hunty. No. We send it. We send no. it off. We well, I mean, my it. goal with it is for it to be released before the show. So, like, in theory, you can listen to it, like, a day before or, like, a couple hours before and then be like, oh, okay, cool. You know? True, true. It's kind of very separate, actually. Um, I mean, but we allude to stuff that's going to happen on the show, so that's why it makes sense. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, it's separate with like, it... Wait, what would that be like teasers? I guess. Uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, the, 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 hold on, <laughs> separate with teasers. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh. Wait, did I not save it? Where did I save it? I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah, this guy. Everything just went bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saved Trust it on the Robin Kyle show, dude. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> All right, I can release it after we record. Are we ready, Real Alice? I am finally ready. Sorry, I literally just ran in the door right now. So <laughs> No worries. We got we got some good content. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop um, the backup. Stop here. recording, throw it at the end. Yep.